Hi there, Linford Morton of the EOS Photographer Podcast, and I have a special bonus episode for you today. So this is episode 110, and today we talk about storytelling in your photography. Now, if you're interested in authentic storytelling in your images, you can get there by just asking the right questions. Storytelling elements are the ones that Although it's the one feature that can make good pictures great and even memorable. Good storytelling is helpful if you're doing travel photography, street photography, photojournalism, sports and action. And as Freddie told us in episode 109, it even works with food and beverage photography. I found that most photographers are great at looking for the artistic picture. But they often miss at looking for the story and finding the story. And the problem is you can get all the technical things correct, light, composition, exposure, and still have a so what picture. Look for the story to put your photo over the top. How do you do that? Well, it can be with the questions you ask yourself. I have found that to get better answers you often need to ask better questions. So in this recording, I'll discuss the questions that can lead you to better storytelling photography. Now, I extracted this audio from an old Facebook Live recording I did about three or four years ago. I was listening to it recently and I realized, you know, this stuff is still relevant and it might be helpful for you today. So I'm offering it as a bonus episode. Here are the questions that lead to better storytelling with your photography. So today I want to talk about some questions that lead you to better storytelling photography. Questions that lead you to better storytelling photography. And I I was I was shooting off some messages uh with one of the members of my mentoring club last night, I was asking them what they were working on this weekend. And one of the members said she was out doing, she's going to be out doing photographing a sporting event. And so I had a couple quick, um, you know, you know, top tips for her. I said, remember, look for the action, look for the emotion, look for the story, look for the action, look for the emotion, look for the story, three things. And, She's probably heard me say these things a million times, but I wanted to just um, expand on on that framework just a bit today. Because this advice, while it's good for sports photography, it's really good for any type of photography where your subject is doing something, where there's action based photography, meaning street photography. This is good for street photography when you're out and you are photographing people out on the streets in in an urban environment. For event photography, it's also good if you're photographing weddings or or networking events or just any kind of event where you are asked to provide coverage. Um, it's good for sports, again, and sporting events. And then finally, nature and wildlife photography. Even though you're out photographing animals in the wild, it's good for, for that too. And the reason is because in e- each of these kinds of 
photography situations, you have a great opportunity to find a story. And, and, and the story is important because that's, we're all hardwired for stories as human beings. And it takes what can be a sterile coverage of an event and, and really adds life and drama and interest to it. You, you, you might think about going back to the sporting framework when you look at coverage of the Olympics, for instance, and you will see that there are people, for instance, there is, um, let's pick an event. There is some sort of a, a, a race and they are, all the participants are, are, are running. You can just cover them just, you know, running down, you know, running across the track. Or you can see, you'll see that many photographers will catch them as they cross the finish line and the, and, and the burst as they cross the finish line, the expression as they are, oh my God, I made it, the celebration later. Um, and all of those things that go into the drama of the incident that makes your photography of that incident a lot more interesting. So those are the things you can look for. But outside of the cliches, you know, think about what's the story you want to get rather than going into a a photography situation where the, you are photographing, you are photographing an event or some kind of activity based or where your subject is doing something, ask yourself, what story can I tell here? If you really want to capture more interest, what's the story? That's the first question you always want to ask yourself. What's the story here? Like, like, you know, if I were to go back and tell my friend or relative or someone about this day, what would I tell them? Because, you know, we do this all the time. You know, when we come back from from an event like this, you said, man, you should have been there. It was the coolest thing. You should have seen when such and such, and then we we proceed to tell a story. So the things that you would rec- the recollect, recollect or remember and want to share with someone after you got back and got home, what are those things? I mean, those things also might have great photography opportunities built in. So what's the story? And then you can go through the things that journalists, the, 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 the things that journalists use when they are dissecting a story. Who was the, who was participating? Right? So if you're going to an event or, or, uh, um, an event or a sporting event, who are the people who are participating? And you want to find out who they are pretty early on because you're going to begin to tell their story. And the story can can be, and we're not even going to talk today about story structure, beginning, middle, end. But you have an opportunity, once you know who they are, to start following them before the event, during the event, and then after the event. And you can begin to construct your story. But it always begins with the who. Who's, who's involved? Who's participating? And then there's the, the other who is... Who's being affected most by what's happening, right? So there's a person who is doing the activity, and then there's always, well, not always, but most times, someone's being affected. Uh, are the parents in the stand, or is there a coach in the stand? Is there um, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife? Who's being affected by what's going on? 
there's a story opportunity as well. Who is reacting? Their crowds, you know, who, you know, so you're looking at people who are playing different roles. And in each of those roles is an opportunity to tell a visual story if you're paying attention to them. There's the what are they doing? What's happening? You know, why are you even there? What, what's happening? And, and, and that's the activity and that's the action, right? Do, is it a race? What, what's going on? And, and then what is important about this? And so you might begin if you to begin to start framing the way you tell the story. If you know what's important, is it important because of where it is or, or, or what event this is? This is the championship you know, event or the championship race, then you might want to start capturing things that sort of set that atmosphere that this is a championship event. Or it's just another Friday night at foot, Friday night football, Friday night under the lights. Then you might want to, you know, capture that. Why, you know, what's important about this? And then why do you care sort of weaved into that? Why do you care? Like you're looking for the things that stand out for why this is important. Now, remember I said the, you want the height of the action and the height of the emotion, right? Because that's where you get the money shot. The height of the action and the height of the emotion, something is going on. But at that crest, when we were in New Orleans last week, we were photographing this band that playing in one of the, one of the, the, the places on, on, in the French Quarter. And, one of my students, he was shooting, one of the attendees, he was shooting and uh, he would shoot. And then, you know, he stopped for a second. But then I said, you know, as you're looking and you're following the, 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 the lead singer who was singing, you're waiting for the height of the emotion. I mean, or, or the guy who's playing the guitar and he's really rocking out to it. You're waiting for him when he's going, he really cracks that, you know, that note and she, or she's really just feeling that note that she, that's where you get the money shot. You know, not when she's warming up and doop, 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 doop. But when she's like, ah, she hits that note, that's when you want to craft it. That's the height of the action, the height of the emotion. And it's the height, that's where you get the best storytelling. And then one of the things you want to tell you is setting up is where do you want to stand for the best vantage point? One of the cool things I was telling um, my uh, the, the, the lady in my mentoring club is the cool thing about and I know that she's very active and she's very active in sports and she does these triathlons and all this stuff. And, you know, Iron Woman and, you know, really impressive stuff. I'm really just so impressed with the kind of stuff she does. But one of the things I was saying is because you know these sports so well, you know better than everybody else where the height of the, where to stand to get the best coverage of the, of the height of the action. If I'm photographing baseball, I know that coming around third base, there might be some action. I know coming into home plate, there's some good action. I'm not going to stand behind center field or behind left field. You know, you, you know where the action is. And so before it even starts, you can go and position yourself where the, the action will occur. And if you understand how the event goes, you know when the height of the emotion will be at the end, at the crux, when she's singing, when she hits the high note, you know when that's coming. So you can be prepared. You can get all your settings right so that when it happens, you are ready to shoot. And then the next is, um, you know, are they other, are there other viewpoints? Cause, you know, you are taking the obvious viewpoint, but you might think about 
are there other viewpoints? There's the viewpoint of the winner. There's the viewpoint of the loser. There's the viewpoint of the family looking on. Rather than just photographing them, you might take on their viewpoint and photograph from their point of view. And you'll get a, another interesting um, an, another interesting storytelling opportunity there. And then finally, how do they feel? This is how you can find the height of the emotion. How do they feel? Are they feeling excited, exhilarated, um, depressed? Um, how do they feel? Because if you can tap into that, that's when you also track that um, emotional storytelling. And then how do you feel looking on? How are you reacting? That also gives you another great opportunity. And then finally, every journalist knows, and the, the last question is always, what happens next? Where do you go from here? And knowing that also gives you another opportunity to, to say, here they are, you know, after just finishing the final, uh, the final um, stretch of the race, now thinking about the next one, right? You know, they finished, they won the playoff, now they're going to the championship next. So, you know what I mean? So you get a chance to photograph. And and this even works with nature if you understand the way the birds, you know, operate the, or or any the animal that you're photographing when we were out on the bayou and 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 we were sort of waiting for the alligators to come. If you know how the alligators move and you know what when they come up, you can be prepared to photograph right at the crux. So, all these are questions you can ask yourself if if you are willing, if you are looking to capture great storytelling uh, photography. So that's it for the, the bunch of questions you can ask yourself when you are out photographing and looking for photographing some activity-based subjects and looking for the an opportunity to tell a story with your photography. Thanks again for sharing another episode of EOS Photographer with me. That was a bonus episode and episode 110. And I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it was helpful for you. I was thinking about it because going out to shoot with the meetup group this weekend and we're going out to do some version of travel and street. And, you know, these are the kinds of questions that will be helpful to keep swirling you know, in our heads as we get out there and start looking for not just where the most creative or most artistic shot is, but where the great storytelling opportunities will be. So I hope that's helpful for you as you go out and photograph anything activity-based. Remember, if you like what we do here at eosphotographer.com, please subscribe. You can go to eosphotographer.com forward slash subscribe. Sub subscribe by email so I can let you know when there is a new episode coming. Or you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts. We should be in just about every one of these platforms. All right. Thank you so much and uh, have a great weekend. Look forward to talking with you again next time. Take care.